Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's show, we're talking with Edward Jones financial advisor Lee Colvin. Today, he is joining us from the road out there helping folks. Mr. Colvin, how are you, sir? Well, I am fantastic, Brian. How are you doing today? Doing really, really well. I hope um, you and the entire Colvin clan had a great Thanksgiving. The entire Colvin clan ate way too much and enjoyed tons of time with family, so it was wonderful. Did you say some of the time with family? Just some of the time? or? Lots of time with family. Yes. Lots of time. It was good. <laughs> and, and it looked like the Barrett's had a good week and weekend. Yes, absolutely. And we, we did All the right. very same thing. Uh, ate too much and took a nap. There you go. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Lee joins us, uh, as always, uh, every couple of weeks to uh, help make sense of your money and uh, give you some good advice on that. And we're going to be talking about... Uh, charitable giving and how to maximize that uh today of course um the tuesday after thanksgiving today is has become known lee as as giving tuesday when a lot of people are encouraged to donate to charities and and organizations and if you're going to take part in this today well you'll want to make sure you do the best things to to maximize your charitable giving so that's what we're going to talk about right Absolutely, Brian. It's always a great time of the year when you're thinking, you know, after being thankful this past week, it's nice not only to be thankful for what you've been given and, and uh, how, how you've been able to provide for your family, but also uh, in those benefits, maybe be able to give a little bit back to others in need as well. So I wanted to bring this as a thought today and charitable giving. There are so many folks in need out there and so we, we wanted to bring up some questions to consider, maybe. Um, and the first of those, Brian, that, that I would suggest we look at is when you're looking at charitably giving, consider charities that are reputable, or are the charities reputable, and does it use its resources wisely? Okay. Uh, that, that's something that... I think everybody out there typically wants to give. Everybody wants to have a giving heart and says, hey, I love what I've been given. I'd love to give more, but how do I trust who I'm giving to, right? Um, So in that, most charitable organizations out there, you know, most are honest and most are dedicated to helping specific causes. But sometimes there are or can be a few bad apples in the bunch. Mm -hmm. So we just want to be aware of that. And and these groups are not necessarily fraudulent, though some can be. But they may be, maybe they spend an an inordinate amount of their donations on administrative expenses rather than directing their money to where it's most needed. So fortunately, you don't have to guess about the trustworthiness of the organization or the efficiency of a particular group because you can actually check on what they're doing and how they're giving. 
Well, that's interesting. I was going to ask you, uh, how do you check into that? So uh, to tell us how we, we check out, you know, the uh, the spending practices of charities. Well, so one, you can make sure that a charity is an actual charity, and that is an organization that is tax-exempt and listed as a 501c3 organization. You can go to www.irs.gov. The website of the Internal Revenue Service, which I just gave you, you can go there and you can hit the link for charities and nonprofits. There is a link just for them and an organization called Charity Navigator, which is under www.charitynavigator.org, they also track charitable groups, but not only follow the groups, but they also follow the financial health and accountability, including how much is spent on administrative funding versus their fundraising costs. And generally speaking, Brian, a charitable group that dedicates more than about 30 to 35% of its cost to administration and fundraising expenses might be considered somewhat inefficient, though you'd want to evaluate each charity individually since extenuating circumstances can occur. Mm -hmm. Uh, But keep in mind that smaller charities may not have the same resources as a national organization to provide the reporting necessary to be listed on Charity Navigator's website. But you can always check to irs.gov to make sure that they are a 501c3 and and do some digging uh, in in that way. We're talking to Lee Colvin about maximizing your charitable giving. Uh, Lee is an Edward Jones financial advisor. And, Lee, I wonder if uh, maybe there are some employers out there that might match your contribution to make it go further. You know, Brian, that is such a great question. And there are so many employers out there who want to be philanthropic. They want to help their community. They want to help their employees. And you can make a charitable gift go a lot further if your employer is willing to match it. Typically, companies, they may match donations at a one-to-one ratio, but some will match at a two-to-one ratio or even higher, depending on the corporation. So make sure, don't be shy, don't be scared. Check with your human resources department about your company's policy on charitable matches. Um, It can be a great way not only to give, but make sure that the charity you care about is being given just a little bit more. Lee, we... um always talk about this time of the year and uh, you know we're, we're coming up on the the close of of the year and taxes and things of that nature and not necessarily talking to you about taxes but uh charitable giving we mentioned 501c3 to check for that so i, I would imagine that charitable gifts are tax deductible would that be right charitable gifts uh uh typically are tax-deductible. Okay. A few years ago, Congress significantly raised the standard deduction, which for the 2021 tax year 
is now 12,550 for single taxpayers, 25,100 for joint filers, and 18,800 for heads of household. As a result of this increase, Brian, many people no longer itemize and thus have less financial incentive to make charitable contributions. If you still do itemize, though, and you're thinking of making charitable gifts, then you generally have a choice between giving cash and another asset such as stock. Each type of gift that you give could earn you a tax deduction, but the gift of appreciated stock could be more beneficial because you may also be avoiding the capital gains tax that you may incur if you eventually sold the stock. Well, I, I guess it... Uh, when talking about taxes and things of that nature, um, you need to get your tax advisor um, in on this conversation, I would say. You know, Brian, as always, you're reading my mind, buddy. We always do suggest while we can go over the investment specifics with you here at Edward Jones, we do always ask that you talk to your individual tax advisor, your CPA, your bookkeeper, maybe your attorney, depending on what you have going on. Also, talk to the charity that you're wanting to donate to. Um, not all charities accept investments, uh, so make sure to talk to them before making the cash versus stock decision, and they can help you in that process. Lee, even if you don't itemize, could you still benefit uh, or could there still be a tax benefit if you will from making a charitable contribution you know that's a great question you could still benefit um, you know because Brian Congress has extended part of the COVID-19 related legislation that allows taxpayers to claim charitable deductions of $300 for single filers or $600 for married couples, if, even if they claim the standard deduction. The charitable donations must be made in cash, not stock. Ah, okay. Uh, so you do want to check on that. Um, you know, just out of personal experience, I find usually if you, have, if you still have checks around the house, you might want to use a check so that you have uh, verification uh, of the donation being given or ask for a receipt from the charity. Um, but, you know, lots of different ways to give. And right now, today is a great time to do that. You know, Brian, Giving Tuesday comes just once a year. But remember, your gifts can have a lasting benefit on families in need. So please, be as generous as you can afford and enjoy the good feelings that follow from that. Yeah. If someone has specific uh, questions about this or really anything dealing with their finances or, uh, you know, they're, they're looking at the end of the year coming up and thinking, you know, I, I, don't, I haven't talked to my financial advisor in years or that financial advisor is no longer there, uh, would, would you be willing to, to accept calls from uh, uh, any of these folks who could use some of your services? Absolutely, Brian. We, you know, we always want to talk to folks. Uh, folks can give us a call. You can reach out to us at 615-907-7056. Uh, 
Again, that's 615-907-7056. We'd love to talk to you, find out your need, find out your situation, and we can get you with the right financial advisor here locally to help you. Um, You know, we want to be here as a resource to help Brian. And the information I gave you today is a very small piece of the charitably giving ways to provide today. There are many ways to provide in gifting, um, and, and what we discussed today may or may not fit your family situation, but there may be other solutions as well. So, again, folks can reach out to us by calling us at 615-907-7056. They can also look us up on LinkedIn or Facebook at Lee Colvin, Edward Jones Financial Advisor. We'd love to help. Very good. Lee, thank you so much. I appreciate it, my friend. Thank you, Brian. Have a great day. Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin joining us here today on Rutherford Issues. And uh, don't forget, check the podcast at WGNSRadio.com under Rutherford Issues if you want to listen back to the program.